Swamiji, can you discuss the similarities between Hinduism and Christianity? Hinduism, rightly understood, Hinduism is a name given by foreigners. When they came to India, they saw the, Hind the Indus River. They somehow called all the people there Hindus. But the real name, the indigenous name of Hinduism is Sanatan Dharma. And Sanatan Dharma means the eternal religion. It is that religion which even the most distant galaxy, if anybody's living in that galaxy, which I assume there must be, their religion has to be Sanatan Dharma. Christianity is Sanatan Dharma. Any religion that teaches that everything came from God, that everything is a dream of God, and the destiny of all life is to merge back into God. This is Sanatana Dharma. It is not Ganesha and uh, Saraswati and Shiva and all those different forms. Uh, somebody explained that Hindus don't have idol worship, they have ideal worship. Idol worship means worshiping money or sex or, or fame or other worldly things in place of God. But ideal worship, these represent ideals only, but ideals lead you toward him. So if we understand Hinduism in that light, that is what Jesus taught. In fact, it is, you know, those 18 years that we don't know about. We hear when he was 12 years old, he was teaching in the temple and his parents came and uh, called him away from then on. There's nothing said about him until the age of 30 when he began calling disciples and teaching them. And Christians have assumed that he was just a carpenter. Well, that's a ridiculous thing, and it doesn't say that. Not only that, but the Bible doesn't even dare say it. If it had been, they could have said, well, he waxed, he grew old and his father worked in his father's shop. They could have added one sentence. The fact that they took everything out has to mean that something was omitted and nobody dared at it. I, I talked to the Jagadguru Shankaracharya of Gawadhan Math, who was a, a great scholar in India and one of the leading swamis there. And he said he had seen, in fact he had possession of, an ancient document dated back to Roman times, one of only three copies, in which he talked about one of the councils of Constantinople when they discussed taking this out because some of the priests were saying that uh, um, it seems to demean the greatness of Jesus for him to have gone to India and uh, tried to learn from anybody there. And a, a lay person in the audience said, well, I am only a lay person, but it seems to me that if it didn't make the apostles doubt, why should we doubt? And they still... Uh, decided that it was safer to take it out. But in fact, it's, there are records in India that Jesus did live there. Yogananda said something very interesting. He said this for the first time, only one month after I'd come to him. He was, he was dictating some lessons and I was with him. And he said that the three wise men who came to the cradle of Christ were Babaji, Lahiri Mahashai, and Sri Yukteswar. The three gurus of this path makes me wonder who was Jesus. And uh, 
Well, I'm not going to get into that one. But the thing is that Jesus taught the same truths that the great yogis of India have taught. And you see this again and again in the Bible. He says, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. How can you be perfect unless you become like God? The other translations often change that to be therefore good as God is good. Well, God is beyond good and evil. But the sayings, the teachings of Jesus, when he spoke of heaven, he was speaking of cosmic consciousness. He said, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. We have to do that effort. That's where yoga comes in. Yoga is cooperation with grace. Yoga is bringing your mind and consciousness in attunement with that downward flow. That's why they say, if you raise one hand, he will drop two to lift you. But you have to raise your hand. You have to seek God. And Christians have, unfortunately, with their emphasis on sin, and he has to do it all, and Jesus died. Look, did Jesus really on the cross save all humanity? Then why did humanity get even worse? Why, a few centuries later, were people killing each other in the Roman games and the circus at the Colosseum? They weren't even doing that in the time of Jesus. Jesus did not save the whole world. He saves those who are in tune with him, but he again has to do it through an instrument. And that's why my guru said that you have to meet, a, you have to have a guru. You can't find him without it. Jesus is the Param Guru, the Supreme Guru of Christianity. But there have been other Supreme Gurus. Why should God... What about all those thousands of years? And more and more people are discovering that the human race is very ancient. There's now talk of its being maybe millions of years old. And Jesus came only in the last few thousand years or two thousand years. And all those other people have to go to hell? It's a ridiculous thought. God has come again and again in many, many forms to help people to come out. Jesus, when he used the pronoun I, didn't mean he, I, Jesus Christ. He meant I, the Christ. The Christ is that aspect of God that the Trinity is a true teaching. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Father is the Spirit out of which everything has come. Ghost, the Holy Ghost, is the vibration of God. When God decided to create, and people ask, why would he want to create? I answer that one by saying that God is not only ever-existing, ever-conscious, but Yogananda added, ever-new bliss. It's the nature of bliss to want to express itself ever-anew. And so God, when he brought this world into existence, this universe into existence, he had to do it out of himself. He couldn't do it the way a carpenter makes a table. He couldn't go out and buy the clay to make us human beings. There was nothing but him. The Word in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word doesn't mean the Bible. The Bible is how you have to write it on paper. There was no paper. Word means vibration. Word is the vibration of your thoughts. My words are the vibration of what I'm thinking. And God's word is the Holy Ghost, the Om, the, the vibration that produced everything in creation. But you can't have two realities. That vibration 
is a part of the infinite stillness. And how can the two be real? Because at the, at the center of all movement, at the center of all vibration, there's the still, unmoving center. The reflection, you might say, of the spirit. And so that third thing, the reflection, is the Christ consciousness. Jesus was one with the Christ consciousness. That's how he could be called the Christ. Krishna was not a name. Krishna had the same meaning, the Krishna, the Christ. And that Christ is a universal and very ancient teaching. Christian, Christians are not true Christians, they're churchianists. churchianists. <laughs> they swallow hook, line, and sinker what the church gives them. But some of it's true and some of it isn't true. And they can't get away with it by declaring the Pope to be infallible. It still is humanity trying to understand. But the masters can complain and our guru came to explain Christianity in his cosmic sense. And he said, heaven is only a temporary state as long as you think of it only as the astral world. The angels too, everything has to merge back ultimately into God. That is Christianity. That is Hinduism. That is the eternal religion. Swamiji, <clears throat> what is the creation story from uh, Sanatan Dharma? God manifested all creation. I've just said it. But that's the Christian Bible saying the word was... That's not the Christian Bible. That's the truth. And it's what Christianity, what Hinduism teaches too. So the same teaching is Father, there. Son, and Holy Ghost. In India is, they put it the other way around. They say Holy Ghost, Son, Father. Om, Tat, Sat. Sat is the creation. Om is the vibration. Tat is the reflection of that infinite Sat or spirit in all creation. So it's identical. It's identical. Absolutely identical. And that's why... When um, Master came to uh, America, he visited St. Louis. There was a saint in an abbey there, and he stopped there. And the monks were all upset because they saw this man in a an orange robe. And the abbot came in and he said, Man of God, I'm happy you've come. <laughs> but they, they recognize each other. Swamiji, um, the same council that took out the references to the 18 lost years of Christ's life, did they take anything else out? Well, I'm not sure if it's the same one, but it may be. You know, Origen taught reincarnation, and then they decided to take it out. They, it's easier and more convenient for the church to say, if you follow us, you'll be saved. If you don't, you'll go to hell. Much easier. But most inconvenient if you reincarnate and keep coming back and uh, the church doesn't have control over it. So they anathematized. However, we have to add that the Pope wasn't even at that council at the time when they anathematized Origen. Origen said he had received this teaching in a direct line from apostolic times. That means from the times of Jesus. And in the Bible you find teachings. For example, on when Jesus was transfigured on the mount, m mountain and they, they said to him, why does the, the scripture say that Elijah or Elias must come first? And Jesus said he did come, but they didn't recognize him. And the disciples understood 
that he was speaking of John the Baptist. And so we, we have Jesus repeatedly. One time they said, who do men say that I am? Well, the Jews in those days did believe in reincarnation. The Bible doesn't talk about it, but they, I read a Jewish statement in the early 17th century that says we all believe in it. Now they don't because they become more materialistic. But Jesus said, who do men say that I am? And people say, some say Jeremiah and so on. And why did he not correct them if they were wrong when saying that different prophets might have come in his form? But he didn't correct them. He, he, he went on to say, who do you say that I am? And Peter said, you are the son of the living God. Then when Jesus said, I, on this rock I will build my church, he meant the church of cosmic consciousness. On that rock of realization, of understanding, he would be able to give himself realization.